Hello and welcome to the James Watt podcast. In this episode, we hear about a Watt workshop that still stands to this day. In 1765, out walking on Glasgow Green, James Watt had his eureka moment. He realised that having a separate chamber for steam to condense would make a steam engine run faster and use less fuel. However, turning his idea into a working engine was more problematic. Watt was also deeply in debt. Professor Joseph Black from the University of Glasgow introduced Watt to John Roebuck, an industrialist who helped found the Cairn Ironworks in Falkirk. Roebuck was based nearby at Kinneal House in Bodess. Roebuck paid off Watt's debts in return for a two-third share of Watt's invention. He also built him a cottage workshop behind Kinneal House to carry out experiments away from the prying eyes of local people. The cottage workshop still stands to this day. We asked Jeff Bailey of Falkirk Community Trust to tell us more. James Watt's cottage uh, is just to the south of uh, Keneal House. It was built in 1768 specifically uh, as a workshop to allow him to conduct his experiments on the separate condenser um, in secret. Uh, initially, the intention had been for him to go to Bowness and work in the town on the existing new common engines um, and to uh, erect a full-scale model of his uh, new invention, which was a separate condenser there. Uh, but he quickly realised that because everyone else was working on similar principles, uh, particularly a chap called Joseph Haightley, who was in the employ of uh, Dr John Roebuck, who owned Keneal House, uh, that it was important to conduct these experiments in secret. The the house is uh, made out of uh, rubble um, from a demolished building. Uh, it currently stands in a, a roofless state. Um, it's got two doors and two windows because after um, this important period in our industrial history, it was reused as a wash house, uh, which is when the current floor dates to. However, in 1769, uh, when Watt was conducting his experiments there, it was probably the most important place in the world. Um, it was an opportunity for him to upscale his previous models, which had worked so efficiently, um, and to um, refine uh, the, the method of uh, implementing that at full scale. Uh, the the workshop uh, it was just a workshop it's were uh, what uh, would have fitted out the engines in front of it you would have had the the large uh, steam engine itself uh, and it was large um, there would have been a, a boiler um, some five foot or so in diameter uh, the cylinder which is one and a half foot uh, in diameter and uh, a large wooden beam which would be about 10 feet long um, one of the advantages of the location is that there's a stream nearby and you can divert water from that to drive a water wheel, which would then regulate the sequence of um, the piston and the valves because uh, you have to get the condenser and the piston and the air pump to work in synchronicity. Um, so fantastic uh, from that point of view. Uh, 
was himself would have lived in the, the big house with Dr. John Roebuck, who was his partner in this particular adventure. Um, and of course, it was in um, 1769 that they applied for the patent um, using the principles of uh, what he was doing at Keneal rather than the specifics. Because unfortunately, they never actually got the uh, engine at Keneal to work to full efficiency. One of the main problems they had was the manufacturing techniques at that time did not allow the cylinder to be uh, a true um, cylinder uh, to be circular. Um, when they were erecting it, um, they slightly dented it and it was overly in one place, which of course caused leakage. Earlier we mentioned the Karen Ironworks in Falkirk. The Ironworks was the subject of a presentation at a recent industry conference held at the Engine Shed in Stirling. We caught up with one of the experts from Historic Environment Scotland to tell us more. So my name is David Mitchell, I'm Director of Conservation at Historic Environment Scotland and uh, today at the Engine Shed we'll be talking about Scotland's industrial heritage and I've been talking about the development of the iron industry in Scotland and uh, obviously very strong associations uh, with Karen and therefore with uh, James Watt. And one of the things I've been trying to get across this morning is how these things are all interlinked and the, the importance of the iron industry and really Karen drove everything industrial in Scotland for centuries thereafter and that really close link, um, the fact that we've still got one of his early cylinders built into the wall of Karen Ironworks in the proximity of the site to Keneal House um, where, where his, his thoughts and ambitions came together is just wonderful. 